Sunday, September 11th, 2022, the 24th Sunday of Ordinary Time. In today's Gospel, Jesus discusses three parables to establish the compassionate heart of God. The parable of the lost coin, the parable of the lost sheep, and the parable of the lost son. He tells these parables because of the derisive look that the Pharisees and Sadducees give to the sinners and tax collectors, and their disapproval of a teacher eating with them. They had judged the sinners and tax collectors as unworthy of God. The three parables that Jesus discusses come in different degrees. A coin is an inanimate object. A sheep is a living animal and a son, a living human being, closer to the father than a coin to the woman or the sheep to the shepherd. If the progression is understood, we can then better understand the deeper importance of the three parables as a whole. A coin has more value than what it can buy if it is a hard-earned coin. $10 earned as interest is cheaper than a $10 bill earned by hard physical labor. Often the value of the money is not calculated by what it can buy, but by how much is left in the savings after you spend. Here it is a woman who is in search of the coin because she earns her money with much more difficulty than a man. Thus, she has a stronger emotional bond to what she earns than a man would. In the second instance, a shepherd is in search of his lost sheep. His reason is suspended, and he risks the loss of the other 99 sheep because of the emotional connection to what is lost. The numbers here do not matter. The statistics officer who takes the number of annual deaths will never feel the pains of the families who lost their loved ones. There are intangibles that cannot be judged based on financial or numerical valuation. The third parable of the prodigal son shows the progressing intensity of the loss and the joy in regaining what was lost. What matches a shepherd who lost one sheep from a hundred to a father who lost one of two sons? Jesus explains how God is emotionally connected to all his children, saints or sinners. It is a Pharisaic mind that looks at the relationship between the father and his children with detached emotions as a matter of only numbers. Only a schizoid detachment can separate the children as good or bad and abandon the bad ones. It is, of course, easy to judge the children of others, but when it comes to one's own children, objectivity loses its place. The Pharisaic mind imagines that God belongs to the righteous and that the sinful ones do not belong to God. When God is pictured as the Father, it undermines the strength of that basic premise of the Pharisaic religion. People often judge one another based on their own preoccupations. I recently saw a film, the name of which I cannot recall, that provides an example of this principle. 
a husband whose wife had just chosen to divorce him, accused her of a relationship with another man. The woman had been suffering from this paranoid husband for a long time. Someone then confronts the husband. You are worried about her fidelity because you have not been faithful. This was the truth. The man was not good at being faithful, but he was preoccupied with her fidelity. The Pharisees and Sadducees had unfriended the tax collectors as bad men, unworthy of their respect. What was then their preoccupation? They were worried about two things, popularity and sinfulness. They were worried about the number of followers that Jesus was gathering, and they tried to judge Jesus saying he was gathering cheap popularity from sinners and traitors. Jesus, is, Jesus names the judgment of the Pharisees and the Sadducees as hypocritical. Previously, the Pharisees had not been caught in their sinfulness, not because they were holy, but because they were shrewd enough to make mistakes that would not be discovered. What should be our parameters in judging another person? First of all, we should not judge at all. What we should do is develop a divine perspective to look at the people around us. God judges based on the law of love, for God is love. Accordingly, the sinners and mistaken ones need more attention and care than the righteous. Jesus does not find sinfulness as a disqualification to establish a relationship with sinners. He knows that his Father considers saints and sinners alike as his beloved children. Yet, we keep judging others. The metric of our judgment is our own value systems, which vary from person to person. A woman who has gone through poverty might develop the tendency to evaluate everything and everyone around her based on how affordable something is. A priest might keep judging his community based on church attendance. So those who do not go to church become bad people. Someone who has a preoccupation with cleanliness makes friends with hygienic freaks and the rest become bad people. I am reminded of the visit of Pope Francis to a prison in Italy. Talking to a prisoner, he was heard saying that he did not know why he was the Pope and not in the prison. We really do not have any merit of our own for where we are. We are where we are because God has designed it so. We can only be thankful to Him for who we are and not judge others for who God made them. Mm -hmm.